0: Who are Empaths and What All Empaths Need to Know? By Ion Farbhar Empaths are individuals who feel the emotional burdens of people around them and at times absorb these burdens to bring relief. Empaths are not born with this ability. They are conditioned to be an empath. If you are an empath, you must become curious about the part of you that had to become an empath, and why. Hi, this is Ion Farbahar. I am glad you are here. This channel is about self-realization and honoring a life purpose and meaning. If you are interested in these topics, please subscribe to stay connected. Your support is the foundation of this channel, and encourages me to create more content in the future. For more information about myself and my life mentoring practice, please find my bio link in the description below. Today, we want to focus on Empaths, who they are and what all Empaths need to know. Empaths bring the gift of caring to people around them. A world without empathy and compassion Is a world without nourishing connections, a desert without water. If you are an empath, you need to embrace your empathic gift, but you also need to become curious how you acquired that gift. There are various definitions of who an empath is. Here, empath is someone who senses the emotions of others, especially intense or painful emotions. Unfortunately, the sensitivity to other people's emotions is a double-edged sword because many empaths also absorb the emotions they sense and can energetically feel drained and overwhelmed by them. If you consider yourself an empath or someone who has empathy toward others in pain, you can probably relate to this. Unfortunately, empaths may strongly identify with their empathic personality and define their self-worth in being caring and empathic to others. This makes them forget about parts of their own personality that may also need some care and empathy. This presentation is meant to raise awareness about empathic aspect of personality and how one becomes an empath. It also explains how empaths absorb the emotional burdens of others, and how they can protect themselves from that, by transforming their empathy to compassion. More specifically, we cover the following topics. How to know if you are an empath Understanding the difference between sympathy, empathy, and compassion. Noticing the difference between empaths and compassionate individuals. Understanding how one becomes an empath. And transforming your empathic gift to compassion. Let's go over these. How to know if you are an empath. Expressing empathy is only one aspect of being an empath, because empaths have other distinct personality markers that separate them from empathic individuals. Most empaths have these personality markers, but not all of these markers may apply to all empaths. Among these markers are You are an empath, if you intuitively notice the intense or painful emotions in others, even before they share them with you. You are an empath if you are compelled to tune in to these emotions and genuinely feel you are obligated to do something about them. You are an empath if you prioritize attending to the emotions of others than those in yourself. You are an empath if many of your friends seem to count on you for emotional support. You are an empath if you feel a sense of guilt when being indifferent toward the emotional pain in others. You are an empath if you tend to absorb or feel energetically drained by the emotional pain of others. You are an empath if you feel burnt out, noticing the pain and suffering all around you. And, you are an empath when you identify with your empathic personality and may feel something is missing in you when everyone around you is emotionally well. If you notice some of these personality markers in you, you are an empath. Understanding the Difference Between Sympathy, Empathy, and Compassion Some people use the terms sympathy, empathy, and compassion interchangeably, but there are subtle differences among them. It is important to highlight these differences here. Sympathy is the emotion we embody and express when what another person is going through is familiar to us. For example, if we have lost a loved one in the past, and someone we know happens to lose a loved one, we feel and express sympathy toward that person because we have experienced the same loss and can relate to that. Empathy is different and does not require us to have experienced what the other person is going through. When we feel and express empathy, we don't necessarily relate to the pain the other person experiences, but we sense that pain and have a desire to relieve the other person from it, even if that requires us to absorb and carry some of that pain ourselves. Compassion is different from both sympathy and empathy. When we feel and express compassion toward another person who is in emotional pain, we don't necessarily have to relate to that pain or wanting to relieve the other person from it. We are rather called to hold a safe and compassionate presence, so that person is empowered to process and heal that pain. So, sympathy is about relating to the pain. Empathy is about wanting to bring relief from the pain. And compassion is about holding space and being present for the person to come to terms with that pain and set free from it. This distinction is very important to understand, especially if you are an empath. Noticing the Difference Between Empaths and Compassionate Individuals As mentioned, empaths are conditioned to sense the emotional pain in others, but they also tend to carry the burden of that pain to a certain degree. Once tuned in to the pain of others, empaths feel obligated to help or feel guilty if they don't as if healing that pain is their job. Compassionate individuals are different. They extend compassion without carrying the pain of others or feeling obligated to liberate them from that pain. Compassionate individuals are not affected by pain and can remain calm, caring, and fully present around people who are in pain. The people who are in pain notice this calmness and sense of presence and feel empowered to sit with their pain and eventually rise above it. Compassionate individuals never absorb or feel drained by the painful emotions of others because they don't feel responsible to fix anything or carry the pain. Let me give a metaphoric example to clarify that. Imagine a child who wants to learn to ride a bicycle. The child is anxious and afraid of falling. Who do you think would be an ideal person to help this child overcome the fear of riding? Would that be someone who runs the bike for the child, so the child does not have to be in fear? Or would that be someone who walks behind the child, creating a sense of safety, and allowing the child to have the courage to overcome the fear of writing. Probably the latter. Hope you see the point of this metaphor. A compassionate individual does not feel responsible to fix things or liberate others from pain, but rather to hold a non-judgmental and compassionate presence around people in pain, so they feel seen, validated, and empowered to process and liberate from the pain on their own. This makes the act of compassion far more powerful than expression of empathy. Understanding how one becomes an empath Empaths are not born with empathy. They are conditioned to have an empathic personality. Because of that, empaths usually gravitate toward professions like psychology, counseling, social work, caregiving, healing, and so on. But empaths operating in these professions can get burned out when the emotional burdens of their clients become overwhelming. This is because empaths have a strong caregiver part, usually a younger part of their personality. Caregiver parts of our personality are formed during our childhood or adolescence years, especially when at least one of our parents or guardians is not emotionally well, for example, being depressed, bipolar, emotionally unavailable, unpredictable, and so on. As children, we need a stable parental love and care, in order to feel safe and soulful. When parents or guardians are not emotionally stable, nourishing, or predictable, our inner child feels unsafe and unsettled. Because receiving parental love and care is existential to our inner child, a part of our personality is gradually formed, to monitor and read the emotional state of our parents, so we can navigate it. This part feels obligated to tune in or even absorb some of our parents' emotions, with the hope to make them feel better, so our inner child feels safe again and receives the love and care it needs. Children growing up in emotionally chaotic or unpredictable environment develop high sensitivity toward their parents' emotional needs because their survival depends on their parents' emotional well-being. In a way, they develop empathic and caregiving personality parts that are highly tuned in to the emotional needs of their parents. That is usually how one becomes an empath. Even as adults, the children growing up in emotionally charged or unstable environment tend to remain tuned in and sensitive to emotions around them, because being aware of these emotions still feels existential and a strong part of their personality. If you consider yourself an empath, reflect on the emotional environment during your childhood and adolescence years especially the emotional health or availability of your parents or guardians. Check if you can notice a part of you that had to become an empath. How old were you when you first started sense the emotional state of others around you and why you had to do that? Transforming your empathic gift to compassion. As mentioned, empaths can absorb and even get burned out by the emotional burdens of others around them. This is not ideal because it distracts empaths from noticing and tuning in to their own personality parts that need that care, compassion, and love too. That is why many psychologists social workers, and caregivers can at times feel emotionally exhausted, burned out, or even change career because of that. But all of these can change because there is a higher state of presence and caring that empaths can embody, the state of compassion. Empaths can transform their empathic gift to the more powerful act of compassion, For that to happen, empaths need to do some inner work to connect to their empathic part and understand how it came about. Techniques like IFS can be helpful in this process. If you are an empath, here are some general steps to do this work. Notice the part of you that is empathic or caregiving to others. Contemplate on how old were you when you first noticed this empathic and caregiving part. In most cases, this part goes back to your childhood or adolescence years. Contemplate on the emotional state of others around you during that time. If others were not emotionally well, look for another part of you, your inner child, Who did not feel emotionally safe, nourished, and cared for because of that? It is very likely that your empathic and caregiving part came about to try to fix the undesirable emotional environment your inner child was experiencing back then. Your empathic and caregiver part will not transform until your inner child feels safe, loved, and cared for. So, when doing inner work, you need to focus on your inner child and extend your care, compassion, and unconditional love to it. This transforms your inner child, so it can restore and embody its natural and soulful state in that age. Once your inner child feels safe, playful, and soulful again, you need to turn your attention back to your empathic and caregiver part to release that part from being hyper-focused or feeling responsible to fix the emotional problems of others. Only then your empathic part is liberated from that duty and can embody compassion instead, which is an act of caring, presence, love, and power. In closing, remember that many empaths have become empaths because they grew up in experienced and emotionally charged or unpredictable environment when they were much younger. So, empaths need to become curious about the parts of their personality who were affected by that environment and do some inner work to make them feel emotionally safe again. Only then, empaths are empowered to transform their empathy to compassion and become the wounded healers this world desperately needs. If you have found this presentation inspiring, please like and share it with your like-minded friends. Please subscribe to my channel and share your thoughts and comments. For more information about myself and my life mentoring practice, please find my bio link in the description below. Blessings